Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and answer your question, should I watch this? My name is Me Too. And my name is BJ. And this week, we're watching the Facebook Watch fictionalized true crime podcast drama, Limetown. So stay tuned to find out if this podcast is going to get turned into a television series. Who would you want to play you? Me. Really? I want the check. That's real. It's like how there's like a string of comedians that have shows named after them, even if the lead character that they play is not their name. Mm -hmm. I like that. As background on Limetown, it's based on the 2015 fictional podcast. Leah Haddock hosts the podcast and she's played by Jessica Beal. She's an American public radio journalist who is trying to solve the mystery of what happened in Limetown. For the mystery, Beach, so much happened, but let me give you a quick summary of that. Thank you. In 2003, the world's top neuroscientists and their families gathered in Limetown to complete a nebulous but grand mission. And in February 2004, that came crashing down when a 911 call was placed from Limetown, where a distressed woman asked for any help at all. She asked for the military, the police, L. Ron Hubbard, emergency services, anyone who could intervene and help them. And then she yelled, shut it off, shut it off. And then the call cuts off. Normal. The cavalry shows up and base security doesn't let them in for a few days. And then security at the gate finally relents and all of the emergency services folks enter and they find that 326 people are missing. It was once a very populous town and now ghost town. They find one body there and they're able to connect it to a lead researcher, Oscar Totem, played by Alessandro Giuliani. And that turns this mystery into a crime scene, which is wild because 325 missing people should have done it. You didn't need one confirmation. And Leah herself is personally moved by this story and invested because her uncle Emil, played by the incomparable Stanley Tucci, is among the missing. Beach, how did you feel about this first episode? I was really looking forward to this. A friend of mine actually recommended Limetown the podcast, and I never got around to listening to it. So when I found out they were making a TV series on Facebook Watch, was all in. And I have to say, this is a fascinating mystery. I think I did a good job of not spoiling anything by not listening to the podcast. So this is all fresh. And I kind of like this idea that we're going to investigate things in the present with Leah Haddock and also have some flashbacks to give us some more context and information. So it's not going to be one long drawn out mystery, but we're going to get some key clues that Leah might not even be getting throughout. A lot happens in this first episode. Lots of clues, lots of likely red herrings. Mm -hmm. But I like that. So you liked the packed pilot? For mystery series like this, I need as much information as possible. Because if all you're going to do is dangle one question, what happened to all the residents, but you don't give me more than that, it's going to be hard to keep me interested. It felt like not every single thing that was revealed was important. So they were really doing that to keep our attention. Because I know that I did not retain every little discovery that she made, even in this 
short 32-minute episode. Yeah, it felt like a game of Clue or an escape room or a puzzle where there's extra information that's there to throw us off. And Leah, I'm guessing, will help guide us in the right direction. But this could be a fun series where maybe we can start to figure it out before she does. Because one of the things I really like about true crime podcasts is that while you're listening, you come up with your own theories of what happened. Or at least I did when listening to Serial. Ooh, what's your Serial theory? He did it. You think Adnan did it? He was there when she was murdered and knows where the body was put. Mm -hmm. I don't agree that Adnan did it, but I think he knows more than he's letting on. But we can all agree that Adnan should not have gone to prison based on the evidence presented. Yeah. What a loose case. Let's not go too deep down the serial rabbit hole because I could live here. But wow, Sarah, you did that. (laughs) So what did you think of this mystery? Did it engage you? Do you want to know more? Do you think it was presented well? I think I had even less information than you did going into it. And I was engaged by the mystery because truly what did happen to 325 people and she discovered some odd things along the way. And Jessica Biel, if we want to talk about her portrayal a little bit, really digs into this role. I don't know that the mystery was that interesting to me, but I cared because of how much she cared. Mm, Definitely a strong performance. Science fiction thing like this tend to not interest me. And for our listeners who are not science fiction inclined, the core of this mystery probably won't engage you as well. But Jessica Biel's performance is so good. She's so into this role. Her personal investment in this is because her uncle Emil goes missing. And you see that Emil is the one who initially got her into journalism. You see her practicing with microphones and doing what is really a precursor to her podcasting now with him. It feels like she thinks she owes her passions, her current career track to him. And so this feels so personal. And that's what engaged. Were you still engaged when you saw how passionate she was? Because she's really devoting her life to this story, which I guess is what a true journalist really would do in this situation. I don't know if you're trying to get me to talk about this, but listeners, there's this really weird scene where she listens to a recording of herself sleeping with a girlfriend in the past and masturbates to that recording. And then in listening to that recording, hears her girlfriend say something and it triggers in her mind a detail about another case that helps her uncover more of the mystery. It was a weird scene, but strategically placed to show you she's not new to this. She's true to this. She pivoted from arousal to thinking of a little girl's murder to connecting that little girl's murder to how she can help herself think through the mystery of Limetown. She's always on it. Always. That kind of commitment is really impressive. You don't have to get ready if you stay ready. And that's what I'm learning from this show. She is the definition of that. So I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. What did you think of the jumping between time? So we have Leah in the present. We have have some flashbacks to Limetown. We have some flashbacks to Leah's childhood. But in the very beginning of the episode, we also have, I guess, a flash forward to another event that Leah will have to deal with. Yes. Did you mind all that jumping around? This goes to my earlier thought about this being a packed pilot. It would jump around so much that I'd get confused. I was watching this on my browser and I would try to open up 
another window to Google things about this to see if I can follow along with the story. And then as soon as I start Googling something, I look back and we're somewhere else. And I was probably always two steps behind as I was watching this pilot episode. So I didn't love all of the jumping around. I would have preferred maybe clearer transitions because I was deeply confused. It was a dense 32 minutes. This was something that we noticed in some previous shows we've looked at this fall that the flashbacks aren't that far back in time. So it's hard to tell that you're in a different time period. And especially when the flashback involves new characters, you don't immediately know that these are new characters in 2004 versus new characters in 2019. The clothing is similar. The technology that they use is similar. The setting isn't that different because it's in the near past. So yeah, it's hard to draw the distinction between then and now and also future. Speaking of this mystery of Limetown and all of the people who disappeared, we only really get hints about what happened. But what did you think of some of the more creepy elements they introduce, such as the scorched skeleton, or they find a bunch of slaughtered pigs? Do you think this is too out there and disconnected? Or did you find that made the mystery more interesting? As someone who's not interested in science fiction as much, that wouldn't draw me in. I would be curious to see if that's scorching some of the disappearances and those pigs are actually due to human panic. I've really been thinking about Watchmen since our review, and it's interesting that so many odd things on that show are really due to human behavior when you remove some social rules versus supernatural or superpowers. And in the same way on this show, when you have an isolated community that has some little otherworldly element, but they're closed off from everything, so it gets heightened. And if that's how it unfolds, that's very interesting to me. Mm, Okay. Like if their society devolved. Oh, that could be an interesting look at what were the last 48 hours like in Limetown. Was there some sort of civil unrest? Were people fighting with each other? Did society dissolve and collapse? In some of the flashbacks, you see people barricading their doors. Mm Mm-hmm. And do you know that one of the residents whose body was found experienced a violent death? And we also know that there are tunnels under Limetown. So I'm honestly wondering, is this mystery not as supernatural or paranormal as it might be presented and these people simply had to run away? I don't know. You know something. Well, we both heard something toward the end of the episode, but I'm not going to spoil it for our listeners. The mystery isn't revealed, but... A couple fun reveals happen at the end. In Limetown, Leah's late on turning in her story to APR and Gina, the editor played by Sherry Sum, who you'd recognize from the Fosters, tells her that she's sending someone with her to more closely watch her investigation because she's taking too long, she's taking it too personally, and she is just not meeting her deadline. And Mark is who they send. He's played by Omar Elba. How do you feel about their relationship. Do you see that developing positively? I see Mark as opposition to her. We see that Leah is committed to finding out the answer to this mystery for various reasons. And I think he'll play the more skeptical person. 
which I think Leah needs just to help her through this. But I think they're going to stay opposed to each other on how to best approach the Limetown case. I hope Mark does balance her energy because there were a couple times in the episode where he checked her. But there are also a couple times where it looked like he got wrapped up in her excitement as well. And I was like, Mark, please, both of you don't need to do this. I mean, with Leah's passion, I can see how you might accidentally get sucked in. But then you got to snap out of it and be like, wait, Leah, calm down. Someone has to be the adult. You might say that or word it more gently. Someone has to be the responsible one. I think that's worse. Really? Listeners, (laughs) email us at askthepilotpodcast.com and let us know if either of those were insulting. Do you have any final thoughts on the show? No, I'm ready to rate it. BJ, what would you give Facebook Watches Limetown? I would give it would listen to the podcast instead. Ooh. With this story, I would rather hear it and do other things versus <laughs> watch it. But I do think they're adding a lot of cool elements to the show version that you wouldn't get from strictly an auditory experience. But for me, I'm just going to stick to adding it to my list of podcasts. What about you? That makes sense because I assume the podcast is just fictionalized podcasts from her character versus this show is giving you the full behind the scenes making of as well. So if you're not down to be that involved, then it makes sense to just listen to the podcast because the crux of the story is interesting. For me, I don't think I would watch this show again. I know it's super popular and it's gotten good reviews, but I am not a science fiction person. And for our listeners who are also not very science fiction inclined, I don't think this will be interesting to you. Perhaps the podcast, but I can't speak to that because I actually had never heard of the podcast before we watched this show. Well, you were uninformed. I was uninformed. So for everyone else living under that rock with me, watch Firefly instead. Well, if you are ready to leave from underneath that rock, head to our website at thepilotpodcast.com and you'll find more of our reviews. You can also subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Leave us a five-star rating and review. It helps others discover us and consider supporting us at patreon.com slash thepilotpod where you'll get access to exclusive episodes. You can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at thepilotpod. You can like us on Facebook at thepilotpodcast. You can send thoughts, feelings, show suggestions, questions, a mystery in your town, like have 325 people disappeared from a nuclear reactor facility in your neighborhood to ask the pilot podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.